Hello, you're listening to The Short Story, the daily podcast that will help you make sense of what is happening in STOs and crypto assets. My name is Stefan Lösch. I've published a blog post on Ampleforth, um, but this one is a bit longer and a bit more technical, so rather than reading out the blog post, as I've done in the past, I will just provide a summary here. So, what is Ampleforth? Let's start with a description. Ampleforth is a cryptocurrency, but it's a bit of a special cryptocurrency in that it regularly adjusts its supply, and the goal of the supply adjustment is to keep one Ampleforth token to be at a constant price of one US dollar. So, to give an example, if the price of an ample fourth is 1.10 then at the end of the day the total supply of ample fourth is increased by 10% and in effect in efficient markets this would bring down the price of one ample fourth to uh, to one dollar now this issuance is done pro rata to existing holdings so um, after this issuance, everyone has 10% more token. If the price is too low, then instead of distributing tokens, tokens are being burned. And again, this happens on a pro rata basis. So if the price was 90 before, 90 cents, uh, then 11% of the tokens are burned. And again, this should bring back the uh, price to one dollar. Uh, one the first key insight here is that mathematically, finance mathematically, this really looks like an interest payment. So if you give anyone 10%, if you a 10% in increase in supply, this is like an overnight inc- overnight interest payment of well a lot, but it's still an interest payment. Now reducing the, p- the supply is well not an interest payment but this is like negative interest. But mathematically, this is really interest. It's just interest on steroids because the payments uh, or the the, the distributions in both ways are much bigger than you would normally have in an interest rate environment. So because this distribution is interest, the standard financial mathematics methods of interest modeling apply. And I'm going down in quite a lot of detail in the post Um, how this works here. Now, this has a lot of equations and stuff, so I'm not going to really describe it, but just sort of pointing out that interest rate modeling is actually a good way to understand what happens with Ampleforth. Now, if you do this modeling, you find that Ampleforth is actually not a tradable asset or a numerator in the financial, uh, financial mathematics sense. So what does this mean? A numeraire or tradable asset is something that can be achieved with a trading strategy. And, well, you cannot have a trading strategy that has one ample force. You can have a trading strategy that has one Bitcoin. You just buy a Bitcoin and hold it, then you have one Bitcoin. But when you have one ample force, then next day you might have two ample fourth or half ample fourth or 1.2 ample fourth or whatever. So holding one ample fourth is not an admissible trading strategy. So this is why in the paper I introduced the ample fourth trading account. I call it AMQ. 
and this is essentially I have one ample fourth today and then I look at what happens so whenever I get additional ample fourth I just keep them and if I um, if they're burned well uh, they're being burned so this trading strategy means that I actually simply keep a constant percentage of all ample fourth outstanding because um, as you've seen the interest is just pro rata everyone gets the same so if supply expands or contracts it doesn't matter because it's done pro rata everyone's percentage remains the same now this now very much looks like any other um, any other coin looks like Bitcoin looks like any other old coin um, if you hold one Bitcoin and now ignore mining um, so the, the mining sort of once the supply is fixed at uh, 21 million then if you hold one Bitcoin then you have one twenty-one millionth of the total issuance and whatever happens you will always have one twenty-one millionth of the total issuance now that's essentially the same with uh, with Ampleforth and I actually find one AMQ as one twenty-one millionth of the total issuance so if you buy one AMQ then you will always have one twenty-one millionth of the total issuance and the conclusion here is that at its basis Ampleforth really is just another altcoin so whilst all this mechanism is relatively complex sounds relatively complex it is effectively some accounting overlay but at the basis what you can invest in in, uh, in Ampleforth is not different what you can invest in in Bitcoin or in, alt, uh, in, in, any, in any other altcoin you just buy some and uh, while well, you keep your percentage and you just hodl or whatever and uh, so, so nothing changes there but so what's the deal with these supply changes so as I said this is really to some extent an accounting trick but it can be seen as as a little bit more again looking at it from a finance mathematics point of view an AMQ as I said is not a tradable asset it's not a numerator however an AMQ paid at a future date is so an AMQ paid at 10th of January 2021 that's like a zero coupon and that is in day indeed a traded asset now the beauty of the traded assets is that you roughly know what it's worth there's some volatility but you know because of the reset that happens all the time you know that this one ample fourth in on 10th of January or whatever will be worth more or less one dollar because well there has been an adjustment and this adjustment just made sure it was one dollar now obviously if there was a jump before the crash or whatever in between it might be very different from one dollar but assuming things behave reasonably normally it's gonna be one dollar so in this sense ample force looks like a stable coin is it a stable coin well no because the problem is that whilst all your future ample fourth are indeed worth one dollar this doesn't help you with the AMQ as in the best replicating strategy to have one ample fourth in a year's time is not holding ample fourth today because you don't know what's going to happen yeah you have if you have one ample fourth today it might be two uh, tomorrow or might be a half tomorrow or whatever you just don't know what's happening 
But you know that if you hold a dollar today, or even better, if you put one dollar into a fixed interest account, if you put a little bit less of a dollar into a fixed interest account, so it accrues to one dollar on the day you need it, then on this day you can buy the ample fourth, exactly the the amount of ample fourth you need. Uh, uh, well, you 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 have exactly enough dollar to buy one ample fourth. So I could go on, but I'm almost um, at the 10 minutes mark already. So um, I just want to conclude here is that the key conclusion is Ampleforth is simply an altcoin. It's Bitcoin, altcoin, whatever. It's a fixed supply altcoin. Um, it has a bit of a stablecoin accounting mechanism. And this stablecoin accounting mechanism all also generally should work, meaning that one Ampleford should always be $1. However, in practice, this is not particularly helpful because the Ampleford itself is not, um, it's not a traded asset. It's not a numeray. And so the best strategy to have one Ampleforth at one future date is not investing into Ampleforth today, but it's simply investing into Ampleforth, uh, um, into US dollar today and buying Ampleforth when you need them. And of course, well, that is also a well-known strategy because this is simply the strategy. Look, you can pay me in Bitcoin, but we convert them we we fix the price in US dollar but you can convert it you can pay me in Bitcoin and we convert at spot rate that has been around uh, for a long long time I mean you could pay uh, University of Nicosia fees uh, years ago that way anyway so if you want to read more you are invited to uh, if you want to know more you're invited to read uh, read the whole post um, it's a bit longer, it's a little bit more technical, but, well, uh, it's a bit of a technical subject. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening, and I hope you tune in the next time. Bye.